0: This episode is brought to you by Novilla Mattresses. Are you single, but planning on having another person in your bed now that the world is returning to normal? Well, to my knowledge, it is important that your bed isn't uncomfortable. However, you don't want to break the bank in the process of buying a new bed. That's why I sleep on a mattress made by Novilla meet their Bliss Organic Memory Foam Mattress. Perfect for those who want a cool, dry, undisturbed sleep throughout the night made with organic bamboo charcoal fiber, excellent motion isolation, cooling gel-infused memory foam, fits all bed frames, and reasonably priced between $179 and $369. Perfect for if you want an inexpensive mattress for you, your children, or even for your guest room using promo code SHWEEZY or the link in our description, you can save 10% on any purchase through Novella directly. Again, that's 10% off using promo code SHWEEZY. A reminder that when you use our links in promos, you directly support this show. What is going on all my fellow shwook lords out there? What is up? Welcome. Yeah, another episode of Cancel Shweezy, the show where we solve all of the world's problems uh, one race at a time. White people, white people. Welcome to the show today. We have the best episode of Cancel Shweezy uh, that I will say I have ever made in my entire life. Uh, I'm telling you folks, it is the best thing that has ever happened to this world. Thank you so much for showing up today uh, to the show and to all who it today. Uh, first and foremost, for those listening to the show today, I am not physically in the studio around the time I would typically record an episode of Cancel Sweezy. I am actually in Kansas City seeing my friend Caleb uh, get married to his uh, almost wife Taryn, unless uh, they end up that ends up not happening, and uh, therefore, it will. I will go there and then talk about it in a couple episodes on the line. But today is June 18th, 2021, the date I am recording this. So, from today, by the time uh, the episode comes out, uh, let's see here. What update? I don't actually remember the days that come out. I just know it's every Monday, and I think of the following Monday. So, the 28th. So, on June 28th, uh, if something weird happens. Uh, from now and then, uh, I don't know. I didn't know. About so in the next 10 days, if something cool happens uh, and I'm not there to respond on it, uh, I will respond to it in like two to three episodes because that's the way it is. So it's June 18th today. Uh, so that's what I wanted to tell you first off before uh, anyone listens to this episode. Like how far back are you on this? Um So yeah. Uh, Next up, we have Ride or Die, Volume 2 by Sweezy out now. I like that. Available now anywhere you get your podcast at. uh, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, Deezer, Amazon, YouTube, and so many more. Uh, I don't know where y'all listen to music these days. I know a lot of people listen on Spotify, a lot of people on Apple Music. Some people on Tidal, which, like, Title I've heard it's like really good if you actually get the mastered four title shit, but uh, everything else I heard about the app kind of sucks dick, which I heard, but uh, doesn't mean my music sucks dick because it doesn't, and it's on all string platforms right now. Five new songs, Ride or Die Volume 2, which is exciting, and uh, actually, June 18th today is the day I actually released the EP, so. That's really exciting. So today is actually when I released it, and I'm recording this episode as well on the same – the very same day. So that's very exciting. I've been uh, getting some good support on it so far, so I'm excited. for you got to listen to it and continue to listen to it from now until the end of time because that is how heroes do it. And I really like that. So that's what I'll say there. You should also follow me on all social medias, at the Schweezy, except on TikTok where uh, I am the foreplay king just because – This is the type of guy you get. So that's uh, – That's the way it is there, folks. So go follow me over there. You can also follow me on Twitch. My schedule has been a little bit weird lately, but I do stream every Thursday and sometimes on Monday. The Monday this episode comes out, I'm definitely not. I am still in Kansas City, and I don't trust Micah's Wi-Fi or Internet. Well, actually, I wouldn't use Wi-Fi for streaming. That's just – that's – uh. This is the type of guy you get. And more importantly, that's the way it is. My iPod fell on the floor, folks, and that's a very old timey sentence to say. So, yeah, and you can also, if you have an Amazon Prime account, you can connect it to your Twitch account. You basically get one free subscribe a month. A subscribe is typically around $5, and with the Amazon Prime account, you get one free sub, meaning... Why not help out old daddy right there, right? Yeah, help out daddy. We just had Father's Day and Micah's birthday, which I haven't finished editing my gift for him yet as of today, which his birthday is on the 21st, so, and it's the 18th as i'm recording this uh so that's that uh so yeah do that with twitch um but you can also financially support the show on patreon five uh what's our cur- we're doing a couple of current deals but anything that helps uh, support the show even if it's like the dollar tier or whatever that we have set up so thank you uh for that that's the best way you can financially support me and then basically you get to hear me say and i really like that when i think about you which is something really cool but Nevertheless, though, the best things you can do is, uh, uh, if you're watching the podcast on YouTube, you can like, and subscribe and like the episode, subscribe, or like the highlights you're watching, subscribe, and then leave a comment uh, about how I offended you and uh, all the stupid shit that I do for you and, uh, stupid shit I have said this week. Uh, you can also, yeah, if you're an audio listener, uh, your preferred streaming platform, I know it's usually, uh, Apple or uh, Spotify, like the episode, like, hark the episode, subscribe to it, download, leave a review, do all that cool shit, especially leave a review, especially on Apple. And
1: I really like that.
0: And you can just tell me I suck a bag of dicks. That's all you can have to say. That's, I mean, and I'll still appreciate uh, you putting in that work for me because... That is who I am. And this is the type of guy you get. So, uh, yeah, you know, you know what the fuck I'm saying. But, uh, yeah, that's the free shit you can do. That's the best way to say thank you for being a friend. And, uh, yeah, that's all I really have to say. Or you can just follow me on social media and then listen to the music because you're already paying for the streaming platform. So why not already listen to the music? Okay, you know, don't be stingy. Come on. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. Okay, so that's that for that. Let me get like a drink real quick. Coke Zero, folks. I had to DoorDash, one of our great sponsors, by the way, uh, DoorDash some Coke Zero because I ran out and I did not want to leave my home. Because I'm becoming one of those guys from Wally. So, uh, yeah. All right. Let's get on to previous week right now. Previous week right now is the news filtered by me, a deep dive and news that actually matters to people, uh, that matters to the world and shit like that. You know, um, uh, yeah, that's all I can say there. Um, like I said earlier, it, I am recording this on June 18th. So, uh, I did find all these articles today. So they're as up to date as I can possibly find them on June 18th in the evening. So, uh, Do not get mad at me.
2: Pretty bold of you little fucks to assume that I'm not God.
0: If something does become outdated, okay? Uh, But let's get into this. From CNET, uh, keep Amazon's Jeff Bezos from coming back to Earth, online petition begs. Uh, Amazon and Blue Origin founder Jeff Bezos is heading to space next month aboard Blue Origin's first crew rocket to space. Some people wish the billionaire would just stay there. A humorous online petition with more than 13,000 signatures calls for Bezos to be denied re-entry to Earth. The petition's wording is far from serious. Jeff Bezos is actually Lex Luthor, disguised as the supposed owner of a su- super successful online retail store. The petition reads, However, he actually he's actually an evil overlord hellbent on global domination. We've known this for years. The petition goes on to mention Masonry, the Knights Templar, and the late Jeffrey Epstein ending with, this may be our last chance before they enable the 5G microchips and perform a mass takeover. This isn't the only unusual petition involving Bezos, a petition urging the businessmen to buy and eat the Mona Lisa has more than 8,500 signatures as of this writing. Nobody has eaten the Mona Lisa and we feel Jeff Bezos needs to take a stand and make this happen. The petition reads, "Kane Powell of Maryland uh, started the petition after a discussion with friends at an Applebee's about how Bezos has enough money to buy the famous Leonardo da Vinci portrait. I mean, (coughs) me and my fiancé were dipping into the dollar drink menu, the 22-year-old Powell told Vice. The Mona Lisa hangs in the... Louvre museum in paris and leadless needless to say it is not for sale though if anyone could afford it bezos could bezos his brother mark and an auction winner will ride along on the maiden crew flight of blue origins new shepherd on july 20th so first things first i want to say um i don't i just i don't trust like the tesla and the, you know, like, and then I guess Blue Origin, you know. I feel really skeptical about, you know, the the private company space shit. I, you know, they it definitely, I'm not saying anyone there is, like, fully Republican, uh, but Republican being the R word, if you didn't know. Uh, but at the same time, though, I feel, I don't know, I... I feel like NASA has a decent track record except for the the one time that space station blew up. Uh, so, I don't know. There's like an origin on I don't know. The thing is with takeoff, you you don't know what's going to go on if you'll actually make it or not. I guess that's the I guess that's the risk they're willing to take. And then Jeff Bezos is actually going to go out into space. It doesn't don't like I mean, I guess he's rich enough where he could just bypass any rules he wants, but he's actually going to go in it himself. like, that's a big... He's actually heading to space. Like, he has some balls. Uh, I mean, Jeff Bezos has the balls. I mean, he has the money to buy them. Isn't that kind of a question, too? Like, you can't say someone has the balls to do something, especially if they're rich, because uh, they can do whatever they want. I wonder... I wonder if they're going to put him in, like, some sort of cage where, like, if, like, everything just explodes, uh, he'll be fine and shit like that. I wonder about that. Um, But anyways, one thing I will say with uh, private companies doing the space shit, I am not going to be on the first couple rounds of it. I will look into it if I want to go to space, which I don't really want to go into space, mainly because there is nothing out there that I'm interested in. Uh, I mean, I guess you rocket ships can have air conditioning. I mean, air conditioning is a thing I like, uh, TV. I like my studio, you know, listening to music, all that stuff's here. And I don't need to go to space for any of that shit. Uh, but I do think it's funny, but first of all, like the Lex Luthor thing is like a hundred percent accurate, which is so funny because Amazon currently has two superhero shows. They have, uh, First, they have the boys, and second, they have uh, Invincible. And both shows have an evil character, Superman-type character who's evil. Because I guess when those were originally found, before it kind of became an uh, the trope, it kind of became, uh, too like, done way too much into the ground, that, uh, like, what would happen if an evil Superman, like this invincible godlike being, uh, turned evil? Because that's one thing with Superman, he's always been, like, a good guy. And that's, like, very... Very convenient for the world. Not for bad guys, but for the world it's okay. Um, so yeah, but it's funny because a guy who's like Lex Luthor has two shows about a bad Superman type character. And uh, so that's that makes it funny. Lex Luthor is trying to let us know that uh, Superman is bad and uh, he's good. Superman, uh, Lex Luthor is the good guy and funny. And also, you know let's also talk about his hair for a second if you're that rich get a hair transplant i mean come on and then like if someone makes fun of you uh you can put some money down and ruin their lives so it's like not a big deal if you if you're like insecure about it i mean uh elon musk did it and uh, he has autism so i don't know how those two correlate they just came into my head but uh no that would be baller and also i think When you're as rich as him, start, like, fixing some problems. Like, that, like, are not going to cost you that much. Because, like, he's still going to be rich if he fixes one thing. Or just fucking pays his taxes. One of those uh, could be the convenient thing that he could do. Um, Nevertheless, though, I will persist and uh, keep moving forward. Because that is who I am stop of guy oh sorry this is the type of guy you get okay uh next article i have here this one is just a lot in the title um and uh this is from global times have you heard of global times no i did not until i found this article uh, this one that's rough buddy i are gonna say that right from the beginning this one's gonna be a rough one to read through i'm telling you folks aquarium shark receives underwater surgery for pl- prolapse Fuck that up. That's rough, buddy. Aquarium shark receives underwater surgery for prolapsed rectum. That's rough, buddy. Uh, a nurse shark in an aquarium in Nanning, South China's Guangxi Zhuang Autonomous Region, received underwater surgery for a prolapsed rectum after it defecated hard, reported. Tautio news on monday a staff member at the aquarium said the 2.6 meter long shark had eaten too many fish in the tank and suffered obstructed bowel movements the staff member said the shark's life would be would have been in danger if its rectum had not been put back in Uh, the medical term later set up an operating table and a separate pool for the shark anesthetic anesthetic anesthetized, anesthesia, but it's like the past tense, anesthetized, it and stitched the rectum. The operation went well, and the shark has already regained consciousness and was placed under further observation. The shark's experience received thousands of comments from curious netizens on social media. Isn't it ironic that the shark being operated on is called a nurse shark? Joked one Weibo user. Um... Folks, I was the one who read this, you just had to hear it, okay? Now, there's a lot of things. First of all, for that shark. That's rough, buddy. Second of all, I've seen heavy videos. Really, you don't know what heavy videos is, like shock videos. Some of them have been sex, some of them have not been sex, but a lot of them revolve around sex. And I'm gonna tell you, I've seen a lot of prolapsed anuses. And I will tell you this firsthand, uh, does not look good. And I can't imagine it feels good either. Um, if you are interested in a prolapsed anus, you can Google it. However, the image you have in your mind before going into it is a hundred percent different from what actually happens. Uh, A prolapsed anus is a scary thing. And I feel sorry, uh, for anyone who's had to do that. And if you've made yourself do that, what the hell is wrong with you? Um, Yeah, what what the hell are you doing? What the hell do you think... Who the hell do you think you are to be prolapsing your anus? Dr. Drew says that you shouldn't prolapse your anus. And I believe, at least in that medical science, that that is enough truth for me to follow for the rest of my life. So... The shark didn't do it on purpose, but I've seen humans do it on purpose. And is, what sexual pleasure do you get from prolapsing your anus? Why am I talking? We are, we are. Just, this show has now become just prolapsing your anus. Don't prolapse your anus, folks. That is the best advice I will ever give you in my life. Just do not prolapse your anus. If you want to be a rebel and prolapse your own anus, by all means, do it. And then when you don't like it, you can hear me say, I told you so. Because I told you so. And I will even be there to be like, Congratulations, you played yourself. So uh, don't at me on that shit, because you will play yourself. So, uh, folks, that's all I'm going to have to say. I've been, I've been uh, on a little bit of a rant here on uh, prolapsing your anus, but I can't imagine it feels good. And I'm going to tell you the first time I saw a prolapsed anus, I have to tell you, that is not what I thought it would look like, folks. I was like, I always understood the concept, but seeing it is just a whole different thing. So uh, yeah, do not prolapse your anus, folks. That's, folks. It's it's rough. Do not prolapse your anus. I'm telling you, right now, as your friend, do not prolapse your anus. All right, all right, all right, all right. Um.
1: I identify as a fucking threat.
0: So don't. Try to go against me. Oh, this next one from Exclaim. Great website for uh, all of you out there to see. God, this one's funny. And, you know, we've been following Trapped for a while on this show. They're banned from uh, Twitter and Facebook, and then their recent, uh, their recent, uh, in Parlor kicking him out of the band and him attacking his band members, uh, not knowing it was fake. Uh, so, uh, let's read this. Trapped wishes the LGBTQ plus community a happy pride after posting transphobic remarks on from exclaim over the past few years. Trapped went from shitty butt-rock one-hitters to full-blown MAGA cheerleaders, especially in the case of frontman Chris Taylor-Brown, who has defended everything from pedophilia to alt-right designated hate group, the Proud Boys. The Proud Boys, let's make mother proud. Uh, For their efforts, the band were recently booted off of virtually every social media platform and now they're bringing the heat back to the reinstated Facebook profile in the worst way. The band appeared to have regained control of their Facebook profile back in December, but it wasn't until month, till this month, Pride Month, that they started posting regularly again. Naturally, the group known for their controversial political stances marked their return with a transphobic post that refers to an apparent transgender man as IT. Uh, In response to the near-immediate backlash, Brown took to the band's profile to smooth over the controversy with a post wishing the band's LGBTQ followers a happy pride and by changing their profile picture to a pride flag with the Trap logo. To everyone who's accusing us of being homophobic, they wrote in the post, We want to remind you that we have a lot of fans who are. okay. first of all, we have a lot of fans. No, you don't. You don't have a lot of fans Uh, who are members of the LGBT community. We respect them and we support them. We posted this video a bit ago, so don't come here with your bullshit. Uh, You disrespect. Oh, I never did them the Christian. To everyone who's accusing us of being homophobic, they wrote in the post: "We want to remind you that we have a lot of fans who are members of the LGBT community. We respect them and we support them. We posted this video a bit ago, so don't come here with your bullshit. You disrespect us. You're disrespecting the LGBT community. Simple as that." In an accompanying video, Brown is seen wearing a Love Wins tank top while he wishes the band's followers a happy Pride. I know some of you aren't my biggest fans, he says in the clip, but I just want you to know we got nothing but love for the LGBT community. For the last 20 years, that trap's been a band. We have a lot of great fans in that community and just wanted to wish you the best Pride Month you've ever had. Numerous people have taken issue with the obvious pandering taking place here, accusing Brown of transphobia and backpedaling one commenter wrote if you were really here for us you wouldn't have called a trans man man and it and it literally one day ago you're clearly just trying to use pride as a marketing tactic stop using us uh post transphobic comic put up a pride flag you know i'd ask how anyone can be so tone deaf but i mean we've all heard their music wrote another so clearly yeah they're trying to pander to the lgbt community um, but why now is the question I have? I guess they're like, man, all seven of our fans are we're losing all of our fans. We only have like three or four left uh fans who and we're not gonna make sure there's no way we're gonna not make shows and shit like that, and uh, hey, I have I have an idea why don't we say we do love uh the LGBT community because it is Pride Month. And like I said a couple weeks ago, uh, they're figuring out a way, Trapped has figured out a way to make Pride Month about them. And, uh, I mean, I don't like Trapped. I mean, Headstrong... uh, I mean, they're Headstrong and they'll take on anyone. And I guess now they're taking on the LGBT community. But what's what that we're getting to a point here with trapped. It's they they can't have a lot of like they can't have a lot of fans, do they? I don't know anyone. I personally don't know anyone. Let me go to their Facebook page. Well, ask me. So, uh, trapped. We're gonna go see trapped on. Yep, they still on the fucking pride flag. Uh, popular now. Oh. Uh, from this article. And this is the end of Pride Month, too, so figuring out a way... Uh, Yep, that's the quote I just read. Someone's like... uh, Oh, first thing... Oh, they have a song called Echo? Oh. I'm definitely not listening to it. 1.5k likes. Man, they don't have a lot of followers for a band that's been around for 20 years and is still keeping... I mean, they're not popular, but at the same time, like, people are aware of them. And, uh, oh my god, the fucking graphic on this thing. Okay. I'm getting off the fucking trap page because it is not any good for who I am as a person at all. So, first of all, fuck trapped. Um, and, uh, yeah. That's all we're gonna have to say. Uh,. Fuck trap, and if they have question there. pretty bold
2: of you, little fucks, to assume that I'm not God.
0: So we're gonna go with that. Let's move on to our final article of the day uh, from the Guardian. Uh, weird name. I always thought the Guardian's a weird name for a news article, but uh, nevertheless, he persisted, and uh, that's what I'm doing. Tokyo Olympic athletes warned not to use 160,000 free condoms. Okay. Let's see. Uh, let's see what we're doing here. Uh, the organizers of the 2020 Olympics have repeatedly vowed to put on a safe and secure games during the coronavirus pandemic, but safe sex or anything approaching intimacy for the mat- that matter will be forbidden for athletes competing in Tokyo. The International Olympic Committee this week repeated demands that residents of the Olympic Village must observe social distancing guidelines to prevent an outbreak of COVID-19, threatening rule breakers with a range of penalties, including fines, disqualifications, or even deportation. Athletes, according to the public health measures outlined in the latest Olympic playbook, must avoid unnecessary forms of physical contact. That has left Japanese organizers red-faced after questions were raised about the fate of 160,000 condoms that, in keeping with Olympic tradition, are due to be handed out in the village this summer. Hundreds of thousands of free condoms have been distributed since Seoul 1988 to encourage safe sex during the unofficial Olympic sports of bed-hopping among athletes from over 200 countries who spend weeks living in close quarters. However, if the 15,000 Olympic and Paralympic athletes observe COVID-19 rules to the during their stay in Tokyo. This year's consignment will go unused. The mixed messaging has baffled observers, including the celebrated Japanese mountaineer Ken Noguchi, who said handing out prophylactics while imploring their owners to keep them under wraps was something I just can't comprehend. Game organizers have belatedly spun the anomaly into a safe sex message. The condoms are not intended for use in the athlete's village. They said instead they are meant to be taken home and used to raise awareness of HIV and AIDS. Uh, for, four Japanese manufacturers have been banking on the games to market their speciality. Ultra thin condoms made of polyurethane that are said to heighten the pleasure of safe sex. But according to agents, friends, press, games, requirements mean they are only permitted to distribute thicker, latex-based versions, which some have described as offering an inferior experience. When I learned about the requirements, I thought, oh my god, can that be right? An industry an, an industry source told AFP, we had really counted on being able to offer these ultra-thin ones. While the IOC has said up to 80% of prospe- prospective Olympic and Paralympic Village residents will be fully vaccinated by the time the Tokyo Games open on the 23rd of July. They will spend much of their time there, a safe distance from their fellow residents. Organizers were originally planning to provide meals in vast dining halls, but are now encouraging athletes to eat and sleep alone. So now, now it's going to the weird debate. Um, I remember a long time ago, not, not long. Not so long ago that this show didn't exist, but, uh, we figured out, um, that as long as you don't kiss, sex can be okay. Uh, so no kissing during sex and be okay. But at the same time though, so do they have like a period, like a two week period they're staying there just to be safe? Or are they, uh, or are they just showing up there and like, don't have sex? Uh, you know, I got a haircut yesterday. You know, cool-ass fucking mullet here. And uh, I realized uh, that no one in there was wearing a mask, and I guess no one gives a shit anymore about the masks. So what would I say in regards to that? Um, I don't know if it'll be a problem. Uh, I'm also not a scientist, so you shouldn't take my word for it. But if I was an Olympic athlete, you know... But if if you're vaccinated, see the thing isn't the thing they say with you're vaccinated that you you could still get COVID, but uh, you'll definitely survive it. It's not that bad. You won't get it as bad, and the symptoms aren't as bad. Shit like that, isn't that right? Am I right about that? I might be wrong. Don't fucking question me on that shit. Um. Anyways, though, if everyone's fully vaccinated at the Olympics, I'm getting put. I would be if I was an Olympic athlete. Finish my shit. I'm swinging, I'm getting puss, that's what I'm doing, I don't care who it is, as long as they make things hard down there, and it's consensual, (laughs) I don't wanna fucking forget that shit, if I don't say consensual, someone's gonna drag me in the dirt, um, but yeah, no, I'd be, I'd be, I would risk it at this point, even early on in the pandy, I I would say, would you get COVID for a 10 out of 10 blowjob, I'm like, definitely, yes, I would, I would definitely get it, so, uh, I guess that's, that, that's, that's how we are. This is the type of guy you get. So that's what I would do if I was them. Uh, but uh, they should still give out the condoms just to be safe. Uh, you never know what you're going to get. You never know if you don't go. You never shine if you don't glow. So, hey you now you're an all-star. Look at you. You were able to get your hands on a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox Series X. Look at how lucky you are, but you don't have any games to play with it.
1: Congratulations, you played yourself.
0: Well, what if I told you that you could play games for a fraction of the new game price? Well, today's sponsor Gamefly is here to help you out. You probably already know that Gamefly is the best video game rental service out there. Let's be real. There's some games you're going to keep forever, which for me are Super Smash Brothers Ultimate and Zelda Breath of the Wild. Most games out there, you're only going to play once, then never pick up again. I know, I bought some games that are now just taking up space on a shelf, which sucks. That's where Gamefly comes in perfectly, because Gamefly literally is the best video game rental service out there. You can keep the games as long as you want, and when you're done, you just send it back, and then get your next game in the mail very quickly, like two days. And if you end up loving the game you are it. You can even keep the purchase from Gamefly and pay a used game price, which is a great price. Using our link in the description today, get your first two months of Gamefly for only $10. So start playing new games using the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Look at you, you fat piece of shit.
1: Hashtag, pray for Micah.
0: Looks like you haven't moved a muscle in the last year. Why not try and lose some extra weight and work towards a healthy lifestyle? To do that, though, you are going to need some fitness supplements to get the most out of your workout. That's where today's sponsor, FNX Fitness, comes in handy. Losing weight, gaining muscle, or do you need the energy to do a workout in the first place? That's where FNX Fitness comes in. FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality that provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, performance supplements to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. I also really enjoy their clothing line that makes you look good while you work out as well. And another thing I love about FNX Fitness is that with every purchase, they donate a gallon of water to a child in need. Start working out smarter, not harder, by using the link in our description today. You can save 15% on your purchase, so uh, go save 15% on some of the best supplements out there when using the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. So... I think I need to tell everyone about my peroneal tendinitis. That's rough, buddy. Now, by the time this episode comes out, it could get worse, but I, it's been getting better, a lot better, uh, since I've uh, actually been taking care of myself and uh, doing that. So um, there was kind of like a good period. I just had like a mild sprained ankle, but I was still walking fine, no big deal. I was like, ah, I probably just pulled something and I'll let it heal, not go too too bad on it. Um, yeah, and so... It took once a June 9th hit, man, it, I could not walk. I was like, I had like this stool. Uh, it's like a stool. I think I use as a, I kind of have it as a, as a, just a musician. stool. it has like wheels on it. I was like rolling around my apartment just to do basic things. I was like, I tried and like, I wasn't able to use it in the kitchen. And so I was like trying to hold on to shit in the kitchen and just like, barely walk. And I think I fell one time. I'm like, aren't this like an old people thing where you fall and you can't get up. Uh, but I got myself up. Don't worry. I'm, I'm fucking fine. Uh, people. Uh, but no, it was like really bad. And, uh, eventually I got like this brace off Amazon. Uh, I think it was the 11th. I was when I was able to get it. Uh, but it was, it was really funny because I ordered it like in the evening and I did like the Amazon 7am to 11am shipping paid like the two 99 extra uh to get it there as quickly as possible and then it showed up at like 8 p.m (laughs) didn't show up at all at (laughs) uh that showed up like 12 hours later which i mean i don't know if it's even better or not but uh
2: that's rough buddy
0: yeah that's like some first world problem shit right there but i couldn't walk so i'm once i got it like uh i was walking okay it was just like randomly funny enough like now now my foot's adjusting to walking what happened the reason why i got it uh if you look online at perennial uh peroneal 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 tendinitis the re- they says a lot of at- running athletes get it which you probably think is me but i think the main reason is i've been walking a lot more on I, th- I guess i've been walking on like the side of my foot instead of like the bottom of my feet a little bit more and then i just kind of rolled and Uh, just uh started being a little bitch, so uh, yeah, that's what happened to me. Uh, but with that being said, though, uh, yeah, so uh, make sure you walk on the side of your foot. Now I'm like having to relearn how to like walk on the bottom of my foot. (laughs) Um, and I think it's like just me like being home all the time, and I don't wear shoes in my home. I think that didn't help at all, but like, yeah, when I'm wearing shoes, I'm fine, and then uh. And when I'm home and I'm just wearing the brace, it's fine. It's not that big of a deal of a brace. If you if you follow me on Instagram, you probably already saw it. But yeah, um, so it could be worse by now because it was beginning of the month of June, and this episode comes out the end of June. So that's the way it is on my pain and suffering. So, So I haven't done one of these in a while. We're going to scrape the bottom of the barrel now. Uh, for those of you who don't know what scraping the bottom of the barrel is, that's rough, buddy. Um, I go on Buzzfeed and review their articles because that literally is bottom of the barrel uh, entertainment. Now, some of you may be thinking, aren't aren't I even further bottom of the uh, bottom of the barrel for going over Buzzfeed? We're not talking about that right now. I'm not. That's not my problem. So uh, let's go over this. I found some I found two articles today I want to go over. Um, both music articles and I think doing all music articles is uh, good because I actually know shit about music. so uh, uh, I like that. So let's go into this. Uh, this this first article I have these both are like ones 13, one's 15. so we should be fine. Uh, first one, 13 songs you likely didn't know are dragging other celebrities. Now, I love some good tea. I love when some tea is being spilled. So, therefore, meaning, um, I, this should be my shit. And, uh, I'm gonna be really into this. So, let's go on about this. Um, first article I have. First, number one, uh, first, Back Girl by Gwen Stefani is probably about Courtney Love. Uh, lyrics of note. Lyrics of note: I heard you were talking shit, and you didn't think that I would hear it. Uh, the evidence: Gwen said in an interview that she was inspired to write the song after being called a cheerleader in a bad way. Guess who said of Gwen? She's the cheerleader, and I'm out in the smoker shed. A few years before, yep, Courtney Love. See, I guess, uh, I guess, I guess it makes sense for the song context, but like, I guess now, because that song came out like 2005, 2004, 2005 maybe 2006 um when that song came out what i would say though is we we as a society need to stop writing songs about courtney love because there's there's a because there's no more on this list about courtney love but still like there are a lot of songs out there about courtney love starting with like heart shaped box a lot of uh foo fighter songs about her and then like she even says like yeah there's a bunch of songs in the 90s all about me and uh she's not wrong and, uh, and she's also not that good. We shouldn't have let her be famous. And so, uh, that being said, uh, let's move on to the next one. Uh, because I, you know, we shouldn't, we should stop putting music about, we should stop writing music about Courtney Love. She's not worth it. Um, next one obsessed by Mariah Carey is probably about Eminem lyrics of note. Uh, why are you so obsessed with me? Boy, I want to know lying that you sexing me that you're sexing me when everybody knows. Uh, The evidence, Eminem has a long history of saying that he's hooked up with Mariah Carey, which she's denied. Plus, the video has an Eminem look alike. Very interesting. Uh, I did not know that one. Um, But that being said, though, I always want to know. I really think, though, when, when someone says they hooked up with someone, I feel we need to start going by the honor system Uh, that we should all be telling the truth about who we hooked up with and that we shouldn't be lying because if one person says they didn't hook up, but one person says they did, there's a lot of things like, how do you, how do you figure out proof? Because that one, it could be some details that you shouldn't want to know. And two, it always means someone is lying. Now, Eminem says he hooked up with Mariah Carey, Mariah Carey says she never hooked up with Eminem. Uh, in the video has an Eminem look-alike. Has maybe Eminem... I don't know if Eminem's written a song about her, but from what it sounds like, I think Eminem hooked up with her. I'm going to go with that debate. If anyone wants to prove me wrong, go for it. Um, Like I said, I don't fucking know. And how much do I care? Not a lot. (laughs) Okay? I don't care that much at all this is the type of guy you get so uh yeah that's number two uh looking over here number three don't by ed sheeran is rumored to be about ellie golding and niall horan uh lyric of no i never saw him as a threat until you disappear with him to have never saw him as a threat until you disappear to have sex of course it's not like we were both on tour we were both, we were staying on the same fucking hotel floor. I can't, I don't remember how the rap goes, but, um, the evidence, although none of them ever confirmed it, timelines and photos seem to heavily suggest that Ed wrote the song about his romance with Ellie Goulding, uh, who then hooked up with his friend, AKA now Horan. Ed even said in an interview that everyone fucking knows who it's about. So dot, dot, dot. So yeah, I remember hearing about, it was about Ellie Goulding. Um, I never knew it was about Nile, Nile from one direction. Um, yeah, that's a, that's an interesting story. It is an interesting story of uh people. I mean, the the thing is that's different from like what a song that I write cuz I could see myself writing a song very similar about how it's like um it's not like we were I was on tour or shit or whatever. I was out of town or whatever. Uh you we were in the same hotel. Uh and uh, that's when you hooked up with them. Like that's a song I could I could easily see myself writing. Uh sadly, that's rough, buddy. But uh but no, I could see myself. But the thing is with this that makes it so interesting is it's people we all know and celebrity gossip. And it's like and, – uh, and they're all musicians, so they actually all have talent. And I know all of them have talent. So uh, it's not just like fucking Kardashians and shit. <laughs> just people who don't have talents or Instagram influencers, that fucking bullshit of, a, a, of whatever a career is. Um, OK. But, you know, I, I do think the don't story is good. Now Ed Sheeran's married and – as a kid, now the music's not going to be as good because it's not, like, hookups. That's what—it's like the—you want someone to be happy and in love, but at the same time, like, you still want them writing good music. That's the age-old question of society, and, uh—
1: Congratulations, you played yourself.
0: You played yourself, Ed Sheeran, for having a kid and getting married. So, uh, yeah, um, so, yeah, uh, there's more info on that, but, yeah, I don't think Ed's ever confirmed it, but he's like, everyone, basically, already knows what the fucking song's about, uh— Let's move on to number 4. Alfie by Lily Allen is about her younger brother Alfie Allen. Lyricum note, my little brother's in his bedroom smoking weed. I tell him he should get up cuz it's nearly half past 3. He can't be bothered cuz he's high on THC. Um, now, reading that out of context, it probably fits better. In, I don't think I've I've never listened to Lily Allen, so sorry if you're a big Lily Allen fan. Uh, this type of guy, you get up. Oh, sorry. This is the type of guy you get. Um, but like, yeah, I don't know. I, I can't really speak on the alliteration of it. I mean, the entire song is literally called Alfie to be fair. He wasn't game of Thrones famous at the time. Oh yeah. Okay. So he's on the game of Thrones too, which I have not watched either. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's pretty, pretty obvious. I don't really have a lot to say on that. Next one's another Lily Allen song. Uh, number five and fuck you by Lily Allen is about former president George W. Bush. <coughs> Uh, the lyricum note, so you say it's not okay to be gay. Well, I think you're just evil. You're just some racist who can't tie my lace. Your point of view is medieval. Uh, the evidence she once said the song is about George W. Bush. Now, um, it's weird. I feel like George W. Bush probably has more. I wonder who has more songs, George W. Bush or Donald J. Trump. I do want to know between the two, because I thought there's gonna be a lot of protest songs coming out in in from 2017 to 2020 uh but i don't remember a lot i see some social commentary but i don't haven't heard like whole songs about them just i know the 1975 did some songs that's more about like the state of the world and not like shit like other shit like that uh that's all i'm gonna have to say on lily allen because like i said i don't listen to lily allen so fuck do i know number six seven things by miley cyrus is about her relationship with nick jonas i knew this uh you lyric of notes you're vain your games you're insecure the evidence miley is wearing the dog tag that nick gave her in the video also nick apparently once said i know it's about me of course nick gave his own thoughts on the relationship in the jonas Brothers song wedding bell so ooh, he did clap back which is uh cool shit out there right now which i'm excited to uh further investigate uh Never so I don't give a shit, um, so yeah, no, I think I kind of knew that um, but yeah, that was from like forever ago, so uh yeah, uh number seven. Call out my name by the weekend is theorized to be about his relationship with Selena Gomez. I lyric him, No, I almost cut a piece of myself for your life. Guess I want just another pit stop. Guess I just was another pit stop. Till you made up your mind, you just wanted, wasted my time. The evidence Hey, remember when The Weeknd and Selena Gomez dated for almost a year? The above lyrics are most widely considered to be a reference to Selena for two big reasons. A, the piece of myself The Weeknd offers to cut out. Uh, could be a reference to Selena's kidney transplant, and B. Selena dated her ex, Justin Bieber, after the breakup with The Weeknd, which would be why he's referring to himself as a hit stuff. Yeah, that breakup was weird, and that's that album was like people were like, "Can we break up for like thirty minutes so I can listen to this differently?" Like, bro, just pretend. It's it's not that big of a deal. That's what people do all the time. Ah, uh, yeah, I know I like Selena Gomez, but uh, hope she's doing well. She she posted something. Selena Gomez did post something. About how it's like, I'm not trying to look like a 19 year old anymore because I'm not 19. I'm like, yeah, Selena, like that's something like to say like about like normal people would say, but you're still fucking hot and uh, you, anyone would still smash and you still look great. So I don't think uh, the whole I'm not 19 anymore, so I'm not trying to look like a 19 year old. It really applies too much to you, but uh, anyways though, um, but if you're single, please call me. Um, that's all I have to say about you. Okay, number eight, shout out to my ex is likely about Perry Edwards' own ex, Zayn Malik and Gigi Hadid. So, lyric of note, I hope she's getting better sex. I hope she ain't faking it like I did, babe. Took four long years to call it quits. Uh, the evidence, the song calls out an ex who the singer was with for four years who moved on to another woman super quickly and who got a tattoo dedicated to the relationship. All this tracks with Perry and her ex-fiancé, Zane, who then was famously gone on a, on to date Gigi Hadid. So, I don't know anything about this, but... uh and then there's another thing with uh the situation. Um so the lyric in question I'm going with here, we're just dissecting songs I've never listened to. I hope she's getting better sex. I hope she ain't faking it like I did, babe. Took four long years to call it quits. Faking it. Um I wonder if like when women say they faked it a lot, are they really being honest or are they just trying to are they just trying to Is like the male version of saying, like, you're not even that hot anyways, or something like that. A woman's like, well, I, I faked it every time with you. I'm like, did you, though? I'm like, what's the truth? Don't lie. Don't lie to me. Don't lie to me. I'm Baskin Robbins. I always find out that shit. Number nine, uh, Me and Mr. Jones by Amy Winehouse is about Nas. you "Know what kind of fuckery are we? Nowadays, you don't mean dick to me. Uh, there's a ton of references to Nas in the song from the fact that Nas's surname is Jones to be a lyric that references their shared birthday plus. Nas confirmed that the song was in reference to him. So Nas is being cool about the uh, late singer um, Amy Winehouse in their relationship. Rest in peace, Amy. Rocking it, rocking it hard. Uh, next one, dear John by Taylor Swift is very likely about John Mayer. We all know this fucking one, uh, dear lyrics of no, dear John. I see it all now that you're gone. Don't you think I was too young to be messed with, uh, the evidence. God love her. Taylor loves a song about her relationships with other celebs, as well as mentioning John in the title. The song calls out a man dating a younger woman and Taylor and John dated when they were 19 and 32 respectively. Now I like John Mayer. I love John Mayer and I love Taylor both but john she was that was way too young that was way too that was way too big of an age gap to, to be weird if you're going to go like a 10 year age gap they have to be in their 20s and that's just a rule at least closer to the mids um and number 11 paper doll by john mayer is likely about taylor lyrics of note like you're like 22 girls in one, and none of them know what they're running from. John was not happy about Dear John calling it bullshit to Rolling Stone. Cue this better tune, which references Taylor's song 22, and the chorus. Now, for some of you who are a fan of my music, you may notice I have a song in my song Ride or Die, in then in parentheses F G T R T D, uh, which, if those of you don't know, for girls who ride till death, girls that ride till death. Sorry, and uh, I have a song in there. You're like 22 girls in one, and I'm the only thing you're running from was a reference to this song but how in a situation of a relationship i was in how uh how i actually did there was a song this this song reminded me of a girl so i don't listen to this song anymore but if it does i actually know i will i would listen to the song if you came on but i don't purposely go out of my way to listen to it uh but i was like yeah you're like 22 girls in one none of them know what they're running from that made me think of this girl and i think i even told her that and, uh, and then like, yeah, I guess, uh, but, and then like, you know, when I wrote ride or die, that song, I was like, you're like 22 girls in one and I'm the only thing you're running from. And by the way, that's ride or die volume one out now and ride or die volume Two just came out. So go check out r- both ride or dies out on any streaming service you do. But yeah, no, we all know this, uh, that is a clever line. Uh, you're like 22 girls in one and none of them know what you're running from. Uh, very, very like subtle. Like, yeah, it's about Taylor. Ah, uh, the whole song is about Taylor. I assume, you uh, know, paper doll, which is really cool. So, and just the fact that I wasn't a ripoff. I just, uh, I love like when other songs reference other songs, and so that's why I liked. I like doing that. That's why I did it. Um, and so I don't. Th- it's not technically copyright. It's not technically like stealing. It's like, cause I don't think shit like that is copyright or shit like that. Um, number twelve. This one I'm debating. Uh, "You're So Vain" by Carly Simon is about Warren Beatty. Uh, lyric: of, No, you had me, se- you had me several years ago when I was still quite naive. Well, you said that we made such a pretty pair, and that you would never leave. But you gave away the things you loved, and one of them was me. And that's all it says there. The evidence, Carly confirmed that the second verse was about Warren. Now, she was famously for a while saying, I'm not going to tell anyone who this song's about, which we all assumed it was about Don Knotts. Uh, but uh, apparently, uh, we are all wrong. That's about Warren Beatty. And, uh, yeah, that's... Uh, dude, I just got a text from TJ. Um... I bet we're all gonna want to hear TJ has to say. They're talking about eating ass at the drag show right now. Uh, they just called it analingus, analingus. So update from TJ. Um, so uh, so we have to confirm: is you're so van about Warren Beatty or is it about Don Knotts? Question will never be known or confirmed. Uh, number thirteen. Finally, stupid Howl by Nicki Minaj is very likely about Little Kim. Lyric note, bitch talking, sh- talking she the queen when she looking like a lab rat. Sounds really stupid when I say it as a white person. Uh, the evidence, Nikki and Little Kim feud has been going on for a while at the time. And for one, it sure seems like Nikki is making fun of Little Kim's appearance. So that's the first article we he hear. I don't really have much to say on that. I don't really pay attention to um, Nikki Minaj. OK, that's just uh, who I am. Uh, this is the type of guy you get. Okay, next one. Fifteen song lyrics and meanings people did not actually understand until way later. <laughs> you know that feeling when you really listen to a song for the first time and you realize something about it has completely gone over your head the whole time. Well, I think we should talk about it. Uh, so it says Bud Feed. Let's, uh, let's go into it. First one, Love is an Open Door from Frozen. Once it's revealed that Hans is the villain, you realize that he was singing about the opportunity for a power grab. Not for a happy romance to end his loneliness, so I guess that's an interpretation of the song for you. Uh, actually, no, that would be his true intentions when singing the song. So, did y'all know that? I didn't. I've only seen Frozen once, and I feel like I've seen it at least ten times. Like, I don't know how like, he. Wa- I don't know how I watched. And then, like, there's parents who's like who has who have daughters, and they're like, I've seen this movie way too many times. Uh, number two, Cotton Eye Joe by Rednecks. Cotton Eye Joe is about an S-T-I. Now that I know that, the song makes perfect sense. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? Which is, yeah, I guess that makes sense. But, uh, why do we, why do we allow that song to exist? That's a good question for someone else. Homecoming by Kanye West. Uh, number three, like eight years after it came out, I figured out it was about Chicago, not about a girl. I could see that. is uh, a very interesting guy, especially his older stuff. I don't know what's going on with him now, and I don't really want to know because I don't really care besides him and Kim breaking up, rest in peace to that marriage. Number four, this one's from Hamilton, and I've quoted this before as my nip. With my arch nemesis, Gr- Uncle Joe, no, Grandpa Joe from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. My arch nemesis would be the one to kill me for this one, the musical Hamilton. We, we fought for him. Me, I died for him. Me, I loved him. And for me, I'm the damn fool that shot him. That's Grandpa Joe, uh, from Alexander Hamilton. That's like the one of the first songs on it. It took me several months of initially watching Hamilton to recognize the double meanings here. Hercules Mulligan and Lafayette fought beside Hamilton and Madison and Jefferson, the same, and Madison Jefferson, the same actors in Act Two fought against him. Lawrence died for a cause Hamilton supported, and Philip died defending his honor. Eliza and Angelica were in love with him, Peggy loved him as a brother, and Maria was in love with him. Now, I don't think you have to be a genius to realize that shit. Um, that's just understanding how stories work. So, that one, uh, you do not need to be a genius to understand. Just FYI. Uh, number five, if you seek Amy by Britney Spears, my best friend and I were too young to understand it. They thought she was looking for Amy because they hate each other and she wanted to fight her. I thought Amy was her sexy alter ego and she wanted someone to bring out. I listened to the song again as a teenager and just thought and laughed, just laughed and laughed once I understood what she was very, very obviously spelling. Uh, Okay i'm just gonna move on from there uh real g number six real g's move in silence like lasagna from six foot seven foot uh by little wayne i love that fucking line real g's move in silence like lasagna It took me a while to get what he was saying but then i realized the g in lasagna is silence hence the lyric i that is a very clever line that i really love um Next one, 7, from Taylor Swift again. Abigail gave everything she had to a boy who changed his mind, from 15, Taylor's version, clearly. Uh, I never knew this was about Abigail losing her virginity to a boy who didn't care until a couple years ago. When I first realized it, I cried even harder to the song than I already did. That is peak girl shit right there, uh, even though I still love Taylor. Next one, uh, number 8, I see here. These girls I'm kissing chase the blues away like Gargamel from Break All the Lights by Childish Gambino. Gargamel is an evil wizard and enemy of the Smurfs. Now, Gambino is so good with the fucking one-liners. And that's why I always try to get one-liners in all my songs. If you find a one-liner I did and want to get sense of it, I'll tell you. Uh, Sometimes you don't get it and then you do co-writes with people and then you want to do it and they're like, fuck no. (laughs) Because it's so fucking stupid and it only works if you're the one who decides it uh who knew number nine who knew by pink uh the song is about her friend dying of a drug overdose Uh, all this time i thought it was about a failing relationship and breaking up boy i was i wrong lyric like if somebody said three years from now you'd be long gone feel different now okay that that bummed me out uh call me thor number 10 call me thor because she want my fucking hammer loki from "Broke Bitch" by Tiny Meat Gang, I missed it the first time I heard it, but now it's a line I shout every time I hear it. Um, so yeah, I get that. Uh, I don't really listen to bro, uh, Tiny Meat Gang, so I'm gonna move on. Number eleven, which is one, this is an actual line I really love. I am running, I am running this bitch. You are just a dog walker. From Freaks and Geeks, he's running the female dog while the other person is just walking. Very clever. I, I do like the end line, uh, dude. That song has so many. Let me look at the lyrics of that song. Freaks, freaks and geeks. Childish Gambino. Because this this one's like all super fucking dope one-liners that uh, just just fucking kill it every single time. Uh, that's just like it's one of, probably one of like the best songs with just a million one-liners that. Uh, out there, so Freaks and Geeks. Uh, I think I can actually wrap it, but I'm going to say Neighbors instead of the N-word. So FYI, when it comes up. So, alright, Gambino is a mastermind. Fudge a bit Fuck a bitch to pass the time. Mass appeal, orange rind, smoke your green. I'm spending mine. The beat is, which is brew. But beware, this shit is potent. E.E. coming on her face. Now that's poetry in motion. Yeah, Gambino, make it work. I'm the boss, move something. Yeah, this cool fucking suits me. Swag to a button. Yeah, these girls be acting crazy when they're dancing. Black Swan, I ain't fucking at the club. Put your clothes back on. This beat is a disaster. 9-11, this track's rapper. What about on me? I have to mail their heads back. And my click make that De Niro. Now yeah, it's time to mean the fuckers. I am running this bitch. You were just a dog walker Leaving with your girl When we last seen each other Yeah you fucking with the baggage like we tag team a flag girl On her knees She don't want to come near me Now my dick is too big There's a big bang theory Got a picture in my iPhone What do y'all think While y'all neighbors masturbate I'll make the aerial pain If I am just a rapper man You could have fooled me I'm the shit One of these twos Talking talking bull me Okay Oh, oh yeah so That one just We're just going verse one like this beat is a disaster. Nine eleven this track. Like Jesus. Um uh what's uh my click make that De Niro so it's time to meet the fuckers. And it's Robert De Niro, meet the fuckers. I'm running this bet you were just dog walker. One what we just do. Leave him with your girl when we last seen me you know, tag team Rihanna, flat girl on her issue, you don't want to come near me. My dick is too big, there's a big bang theory. Wait, isn't there a one? Um, there's one about an elephant. Um i just think this song is so good like the the words in the song are just poetry ee e. coming on her face ee coming that's poetry emotion ee cummings is a poet that's poetry emotion an elephant never forgets so my dick remembers everything which is one of my fucking favorite lines uh man you hungry had the sandwich got my wallace cheese and lettuce uh i think fuck i say told your neighbors i'm in it to win it i mean wasn't enough Drunk. I stay whiskey neat. My click should be canceled. Freaks and geeks. That's why my click. Sh- oh, man, that's so fucking good. Okay, way too much time on this one fucking song. Um, Slide by Goo Goo Dolls, number 12. It's actually about a teenage girl in a strict Catholic environment who is pregnant. She and her boyfriend are debating an abortion or marriage. That's rough, buddy. All right. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Goo Goo Dolls always have that shit going down. Um,. She's number 13. Uh, she's the silver lining club on my desire for Are You Mine. I didn't realize it was about sex until like the third time I listened to it. I'm going to be honest with you, folks. There's a lot more songs about sex out there than you imagine. Like, just want the honeypot, but you can guess what that's about. Going to take you to paradise. I'm, go- I'm gonna, I'm going to take you on a ride. Just let me know if it's too fast, girl. Yeah, you got, you know what the fuck's going on there. Uh, so yeah, most there's a lot of songs about sex out there that you probably never knew were about sex. Number fourteen, the song "Break" in the song "Breaking Unchained" by Van Halen. Hey man, that suit, that suit is you. Woo wee, you'll get some leg tonight for sure. Tell us how you do. Hoo hoo hoo. Come on, day, give me a break. And then the song breaks come in. Got me so good when I realized it. I like that. All right, thank you, Garth. Too bad Garth isn't on the list. And finally, Love Myself by Haley Steinfeld. All the lyrics went completely over my head, only just realized it's about masturbation.
1: And I really like that.
0: Folks, a lot of songs are about sex, and uh, that's something we all know. Uh, And we all got to realize that... uh, Sex, everything is uh, about—there's a lot more songs about sex out there than you could ever possibly realize. We live in a society— In our current society, actually having to physically walk into a liquor store should be a thing of the past. That's why I get all my booze from Drizzly. Drizzly gets all your favorite beer, seltzer, wine, whiskey, and much more delivered directly to your home. With their easy-to-use mobile app, we are getting one step closer to never leaving our homes. You know, it's saying something when it is being praised as the Amazon for liquor. Drizzly is my go-to app for getting all the booze I need so I can do... Basically anything the hell I want. So using our link in the description today, you can save $5 off your first purchase through Drizzly. Drizzly has proprietary ID verification technology that it provides to its retail partners that allows drivers to scan IDs for more than a barcode to make sure the purchaser is over 21 years old in the U.S. and of legal drinking age in Canada. Retailers on Drizzly may also have a minimum order or delivery fee, so... Using the link in our description today, get $5 off your first order with Drizzly. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Cooking your own meals are for people with proper amounts of serotonin, which is no one. Are you depressed and hungry? Well, you're still going to be depressed, but you no longer have to be hungry thanks to today's sponsor, DoorDash. If you don't know of DoorDash, they bring you food you are craving directly to your door. Even while I'm dieting, I still get food from Wingstop, Chipotle, and even Central Barbecue here in Nashville. I like that. Uh, With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can get $10 off each of your first three DoorDash orders over $15 when you sign up using the link in our description. Treat yourself like the king and queen you are and order from DoorDash today. Again, that's $10 off your first three orders over $15 when you use the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. You people keep having problems, and I keep having to solve all of them. It, what is going on with you people? This is the point in the show where I give your, you relationship advice. I like that. And you follow them. <laughs> that, was, that was way too dramatic. Uh, and the exact way I'm going to tell you. So let's just get going. Let's get right, let's get right into it. Let's just, let's just get into a little bit of Philly. Philip DeFranco. Let's just get right into it. Uh, how can I stop treating women badly? That's rough, buddy. Uh, I need advice on how I can change my behavior. I'm a 22-year-old man, and yesterday my four-year-long relationship ended with my girlfriend, who I have been dating since high school. I loved her, and she loved me, but our relationship was not perfect, mainly due to me. My father is an abusive and very Catholic So when my girlfriend and I started dating, I kept it a secret from my parents because I was afraid of how they would react. After high school, I went to the same college as my girlfriend because I wanted to be close to her. After two years of dating, my parents found out, and things got very hostile between us, and as a result, I had a breakdown. I went back home to my parents, and my girlfriend stayed at college and supported me during this whole process. Eventually, I went to therapy for a bit, and my relationship with my parents improved. However, the pandemic hit, and so I wasn't able to go back to my girlfriend. I dropped out of the college, and my girlfriend intended and started applying to transfer to different ones. Uh, I miraculously got into a really good university in a different state and decided I would go there. My girlfriend supported my decision and said she would move there with me when she graduated. I moved to this new city in January and got very depressed and began drinking heavily. I then made the choice to download Tinder, and I cheated on my girlfriend. I didn't tell my girlfriend, and I grew very distant from her because of my shame. I also kept talking to the girl from Tinder, and she eventually got feelings for me.
1: Uh, Congratulations. You played yourself.
0: I'm sure by now you can see how this all blew up in my face. I came home for the summer, and my girlfriend confronted me about why I am so distant. I lied, but it didn't matter because the girl from Tinder told her everything, and my girlfriend rightfully dumped me. I'm not making this post, so you give me pity or for some self-flagged. Flagellation, but because I want to stop being the person that would hurt someone who loved me so much and who stood by me at my lowest point, I don't consider myself a bad person or some sort of sociopath. But how could, but how could manipulate and lie to loved ones so easily? I'm aware of the growing belief that most women my age have that men are trash. I don't want to be that stereotype anymore
1: congratulations you played yourself
0: buddy um you know like i like i say if you cheat you're gonna get caught i don't know i just feel like cheating you always get caught because you don't can't live with it i just feel like you just get caught that's just how it is um so let's go by this um Maybe when you get into a relationship you delete Tinder from your phone. Mm-hmm. that's a good idea. Maybe you should delete Tinder from your phone. Um Afraid of how they would react. So I'm also wondering about your parent relationship and my girl. So i the same group. so okay, I'm going over this again. Uh yeah, are long gonna end up with my girlfriend. Like So when my girlfriend and I started dating, I kept a secret from my parents because I was afraid of how they would react. What's wrong with this girlfriend that you, you can't tell your parents about her. That's, that's the, that's a fucking weird thing. Anyways, I can't do that. Um, from the situation, um, the best way to start, stop treating women badly is, uh, first of all, don't cheat on at least the ones you get into relationships with. That's good. You got to stay one woman at a time. Unless you're one of those weird-ass poly people and they don't matter. Uh, The other other thing I'll say is... uh, So, um, yeah, don't cheat on your girlfriends. Next, um, do you have women who are just friends with you? Um, That's a good thing to think about. Uh, Make friends who are women that you're not trying to have sex with is a good thing. Because if... That way you learn how women are as human beings, and, uh, you can learn how to not be a dick towards women. It's a lot like not being a dick towards men, just towards women. And, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a good thing, so, uh, don't be an asshole. Um, here, here's a question, um, since it says your dad's very Catholic, uh, remember the golden rule, do to others as you would have them do to you? Um... You know, that's that's a good thing. Like, uh, yeah, I guess do that. I don't know how to like describe to you how to be a good person. Um, just don't be an asshole and don't cheat. And that's what it sounds like. Just don't fucking cheat. You fuck this one up, um, you'll get another chance at someone else. But uh, don't fuck that one up. Uh, so whatever you do, uh, don't cheat because it sounds like you are just being super Republican and uh that's why you cheated so don't do that shit anymore
1: congratulations you played yourself
0: okay next one how do i make a move on this girl i've been seeing should i i've been seeing this girl for the past month we meet like once a week to go for a walk or get coffee and things like that we also snap all the time i don't speak to many women and can't pick up on the feelings of others we have plans to hang at my place this weekend and maybe watch a movie. I would like to make a move, but I don't know if she sees me as a friend or not. My question would be how can I casually make a move without making anyone uncomfortable? Can I? Should I? Any advice for a young fellow would help. Okay, so let me just kind of review what you said here. Go over the past month, I meet mean like once a week, go for a walk at coffee and things like that. Um,. Okay, so I from what it sounds like from the outside looking in here on your situation Um from what it looks like and yeah you may just some you can't figure out things in front of you. It's just it's just how life works, buddy. I'm gonna go with the guess that she is into you. Now casually make a move. Um is a good question on what you should do what she's ready for remember my friend consent is everything uh it's like my little secret uh my number one trick to get a woman to sleep with you that's shweezy's number one trick to get a woman to sleep with you get consent then that's the 100 percent way to get a woman to have sex with you um not it's not gonna work on every woman because you gotta get the consent first uh um but anyways, uh, yeah, um, don't expect to be fucking deep-dicking her. I'm going to tell you that. Um, take it slow, man. Uh, maybe put your arm around her. Do the old... That's that's a classic right there. And if someone says that's cheesy, I don't give a fuck.
2: Pretty bold of you little fucks to assume that I'm not God.
0: Yes, that is cool, and I will do that for the rest of my life. Um, so, yeah, maybe, yeah, you're... don't expect to get very far. Maybe... Uh, see how things work out with the arm trick. See, she likes that. Uh, maybe you, but, uh, but, uh, if, uh, you're reading everything wrong, it will be uncomfortable. So, uh, take the, un- it's going to be a risk. Don't assault her. Do not assault her. Just take like a small risk. Uh, take small baby step risks. And then, uh, the more you do, you'll see here. But, uh, remember consent is everything and no means no i uh, in span- and when I say no means no that's in Spanish and in English so uh, uh
1: I identify as a fucking threat
0: do not sexually assault women that's a threat <laughs> uh to do that so um so if you don't want to make her un- there's a l- what the thing about being uncomfortable is you're gonna have to take that risk uh, take a risk take a chance and break away so. Uh, I guess that's all I'm going to say there. Uh, Alright, let's move on to the next one. Let's see, Boyfriend plays a lot of video games. That's rough, buddy. For the boyfriend. Basically, my boyfriend played Xbox a lot. When we first started dating, he wouldn't touch it. If I was over, we would do things together, like watching films or go for walks or bake things. Now, we started to play more and more. It was okay when we had two controllers I could join in and he could teach me in his games, so... We were still spending time together. He knew, he got a new one at Christmas with only one controller, so I don't play anymore. He's on his games all the time. He comes home from work at lunch to play for an hour or two. After work, he wants to play. I make dinner, then he goes back on, on until late. I'll go to bed, and he will keep playing until 1 to 2 in the morning. I tell him it's loud and bright, but he will turn the music down and says, "'It's not bright with my eyes are closed.'" For the past few months, he has been obsessed with FIFA. Uh, He said he doesn't like it. It's just a new game to play. There's a connected app on his phone, so when he's not on the Xbox, he's doing these FIFA card opening things on his phone everywhere in the car on the sofa. If I drag him to watch a film with me waiting in queues in shops everywhere. I've spoken to him how I feel isolated, that might not be the right word, sorry, I feel like we aren't as close anymore, there's barely a connection anymore, we don't do anything, and our relationship is suffering. We almost never have sex, if we do it's because he's just getting it over and done with. Our sex used to be amazing, now it's just subpar and boring, because he really isn't into it. I told him I would like it if he played less games, he said it's not fair, because I'm always studying, and it's the same thing. I'm studying a lot because med school is very demanding and I cannot afford to fall behind. I've tried explaining this to him and told him I won't study all day and night. I still make time for him. I always make sure we do things together, but sure, I'm keeping up with school." I'm also not going to lie, I get a bit turned off. He's a grown man, an adult making a living, and his whole life is centered around FIFA. He won't go out anymore, blows off things with me and his friends, neglects other priorities such as grocery shopping or laundry, which I then have to do. I haven't told him. I find it a little childish, but I told him he can't skip the chores because he should do them equally. He said I'm being selfish. Maybe I am. So here I am turning to you all to help me see if I am in the wrong and see his side of the story. Thank you. So... This one's very interesting because it's not like my usual. My boyfriend plays too much video games like this is all he does. Um, your boyfriend is a fucking loser. I'm going to tell you that. That's rough, buddy. Um, that's going to be the first step. I'm going to tell you he is a fucking loser. Uh, can't get over that. Um, first of all, he says he got a new Xbox for Christmas, which I'm assuming he got the Xbox Series X uh, and, uh, he was on the Xbox One. Uh, there's a little fun fact for you here that he's probably lying to you about. Uh, the Xbox One controllers can connect to the Xbox Series X controllers and vice versa. So, if you still have the old one, you are fine and you have nothing to worry about or buy a used Xbox controller. I don't know. Uh, that's something there. Um, the, the troubling thing is he doesn't want to have sex anymore and that's scary. You'd rather play video games than have sex. Uh, yeah, this is the sign. Um, only thing you can really only thing he can really do in this situation, um, is like look, you're playing way too much. We have to have time together and uh, shit like that. Like that's the only thing I could really say you can do because if cause if he's just like he won't do anything, he only wants to play this game. like I mean, I'm a big fan of Fortnite and I like Pokemon. I mean, those are the only two big franchises I really play, uh, but in regards to that, yeah, I don't, if a girl's like, hey, I want to have sex with you, and I'm playing, like, some solos in Fortnite, I am turning off, I'm quitting the game in Fortnite, you can just leave anytime in Fortnite, that's the nice thing about Fortnite, you can just leave anytime, um, yeah, sounds like y'all need to spend some quality time together, um, and also, yeah, it sounds like he's on Xbox way too much. So I do always, like, suggest if you're on something way too much, like, have some time off with it. Like, I I like I realized I was on my phone way too much. And then, like, I was like, maybe just have some time off the phone. But I like listening to music. That's why I have an iPod now. <laughs> so that's why I'm that guy. I have an iPod. So, like, you know, if you are thinking you're on your phone too much, you know, you just got to tell him he's on it way too much. And uh, do not let him gaslight you. And tell him that he has to have you should have time not on the xbox or you could go crazy and just destroy the thing (laughs) uh do what you gotta do okay uh
2: pretty bold of you little fucks to assume that i'm not god
0: best advice i can give you uh next one the girl i am into is emotionally unstable have you ever had a relationship with a similar person how is it So I know a person who might be into me. She is smart and hot, and we got something in common. But she is emotionally unstable. She is generally nice to me, but she can be angry if I did something that is not correct enough to her. At least, superficially, I have no idea whether she is just pretending to be angry or she really is. A negative comment from a trustworthy person can make her depressed for many days she kind of depressed for a week after someone trustworthy told her she shouldn't aim a school because it will be too hard for her i am however a bit into her besides her emotions she is smart and hot i think the odds she likes me won't be low from my prediction after i realized the potential problem in her personality i'm thinking more about her having her as a close friend rather than a possible girlfriend but sometimes i will still romantically miss her and hope she could be my girlfriend rationally and irrationally clashes in a brain quite often which gives me pain what should i do in this case is she a bad girlfriend you have because she is impulsive and unstable do you have similar experiences buddy we've all been there um here's the thing with her she's hot but she's crazy which means the best sex of your fucking life <laughs> and uh there's no one no one here is gonna no one listening here is gonna debate what I just said here. You know people debate the wise words I say uh all the time
2: pretty bold of you little fucks to assume that I'm not God
0: but at the end of the day, this situation if she's hot and crazy the sex is gonna be amazing and uh there's there's no one's gonna deny that fact um here's the tricky part with it though um so Some people like the crazy and uh, they'll keep them around. But like you'll get into relationships uh, just for the thrill of it all. But you're never going to like it and you're going to hate it and you're going to break up then hook back up. It's going to be a back and forth for the rest of your life. And uh, I got to tell you, buddy, you have to play in your mind is the sex How good is the sex to you? Uh, Because you're going to be the only one. We know it's great. But is it, again, is it that great to you that your own sanity is at stake? Um, I'm a little too old for that shit. Um, a younger a younger Schweg would, uh, would definitely uh, hang out in the opportunity and have a lot of fun. So um, that's what I would say in regards to that. Um, but we all know the real situation. Do not date her and do not have sex with her because sex is going to lead to her. But if you want to have fun... Uh, go for the ride, because I'm telling you, it's going to be a lot of fun until the very end. Then, then, buddy, I'm telling you, it's going to be a little rough. Uh, hold, hold on. We got to do it right. That's rough, buddy. Okay, but also. Congratulations.
1: You played yourself. Don't
0: play yourself. Okay, that's, that's my main lesson here that I always play in regards to that. <sighs> Why does this Coke feel watered down? Let me shake it around a little bit. I don't know, I feel so, somewhat watered down. Okay, here we go. This one's a good one. Can't tell if he is scared to talk to me or just not that interested. So, I work with this guy who I have a big crush on. He's told a friend of mine that he thinks I'm hot multiple times. And one time I saw him at a party and he drunkenly told me he has always wanted to talk to me but was too intimidated because I'm so pretty. We exchanged numbers and said we would hang out soon. It's kind of flirty at work except we barely have time to talk because it's a bar and it's always so busy. I always catch him looking at me. A few weeks ago, I asked him to hang out, and he told me he was busy, but that we would hang out soon. But then he never asked me to hang out. Since then, it's been kind of weird at work, like we don't talk to each other that much other than saying hi, but I always catch him looking at me, and he's mentioned me multiple times to my coworkers. I can't tell if he's just too scared to talk to me, or just not that interested enough to come up to me. He's a pretty outgoing guy, so I'd okay if he would be scared to approach me, especially after I've asked him to hang out. I'm also pretty shy with guys that I like, but it tends to come off as me being standoffish or disinterested, so it's possible that he thinks I'm just not interested. It feels like there is an unspoken, unresolved thing between us, but I can't tell if it's one-sided. Any tips or advice? Greatly appreciated. So, here's going to be my advice. I wish I could talk to both of you, and one of you have to do this, but I'm only going to get to talk to one of you. Uh, For those of you, if you don't know, I'm a musician, and... uh, I you know, I get nervous when I have to perform or anything. I even get nervous when I have to do this show. It's like I'm just like, okay, gotta do it, gotta do it, press record, press record, and then I have to just like have to click a button and then like force myself, Hey, welcome to this episode of my fellow Shoke Lords, and actually have to start being entertaining. It's kind of a button like that. Um, one of you is gonna have to do that with a relationship. What's going on? And just kind of force your way in there. And uh do that shit because there's there's looks like there's sexual tension between the two of you and with all that sexual tension uh first of all sexual tension i like that uh you got to resolve it so uh you kind of have to push yourself into the situation and uh no don't turn back from there because that's the way things like when you have to start playing a song or whatever just go straight into it so that's the best advice i could give you um And uh, therefore, I am God. Pretty
2: bold of you little fucks to assume that I'm not God.
0: Okay. That's, I mean, that's, that's the way it is. All right. Next one ex texted me asking to be friends. How can I decline respectfully? So about a month ago, I broke up with my ex of two and a half years. It was not mutual. I did the breaking up, but it was respectful and calm nonetheless. I had felt nothing in the relationship for a long time and no longer enjoyed being around him. My ex, on the other hand, wanted to get married, have kids, and spend the rest of our lives together. I broke up with him for many reasons, but the final nail in the coffin was when I found that he sexted another girl. When I broke up with him, I said the whole, we can still be friends, cliche, to be kind, but he declined. Today, I got a text from him saying that he understands if I don't want to talk, but he wanted to reach out to see if I'm doing okay. He also said that he wants to be friends again. If it were up to me, we would not be friends. I no longer enjoy his personality and felt embarrassed to be seen with him, slash, be around him. I do not like a friendship with him is right for me. I do not think a friendship with him is right for me. I got to read that correctly. However, I struggle with being seen as the bad guy, and that was the reason I stayed in the relationship for so long. Knowing me, I could easily get roped into a friendship I don't want if I am not firm enough. How can I respond in a way that is respectful, but also firm in my no? um, uh, the The respectful part is the problem. You want to be, you want to be, see the problem with breakups and shit like that is you ideally you wish they would just end in like a good way, but they don't, uh, they don't, uh, best suggestion I have for you. Be
1: gone, fuck!
0: Uh, yeah, tell him to fuck off. I would just tell him to fuck off. I'm like, you know, I don't think we should be friends. Uh, I just think it's better that we don't talk to each other ever again. Like in the the song by Shweezy, that's me, Uh, I Like Me Better Now You're Gone, I Never Want to See You Again, Because It's Pretty Fucking Obvious, I Don't Need More Friends. That is from Ride or Die Volume 2, I Like Me Better Now You're Gone, Out Now, Wherever You're Streaming Music, Just Wanted You to Know That. Um, Yeah, weird, in breakups it's weird, Um, like, it's okay. See with breakups, it's it's weird trying to be like let's just be friends. Like occasionally that works, but eh, it doesn't really really be friends. You can be civil with each other. And that's I mean I think that's a good thing, just to be civil with each other and be fucking adults. Um, not yeah, fucking adults when you're also an wholesome adult, fucking adults. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's gonna probably see you as the bad guy regardless of the situation. He's probably he's probably texting you because he's fucking lonely. Cause he's lonely And he wants you back Cause he's lonely He wants you back Cause he's lonely yeah. yeah That's all I can say about that He's probably fucking lonely And he ooh baby Give me one more chance Okay so he wants you back Um, So yeah so basically um, You gotta be very firm and be like look We can't be friends because I ain't do not want to see you again. I never want to see you again because it's pretty fucking obvious I don't need more friends. Be
1: gone, thot!
0: And that's what you should say to him. Just to be like, be gone, thoughts." Or be
1: gone, thot!
0: And uh, then he will fuck off. And you uh, probably are not going to get the respect you deserve and you're probably going to be the bad guy. But uh, say fuck it. Billie Eilish said she's the bad guy. And uh, look at her. She's... She's the bad guy. Yeah. boo doo boo doo doo-doo. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, so, yeah, just be okay with being the bad guy to him, but not in real life because you can, cause in real life, you can talk. Uh, m- final question I believe we have. My girlfriend doesn't want me to go to rehab because she has separation anxiety. That's rough, buddy. Last year, I'm, I've meant... This girl met this girl, and she's literally the best thing to ever happen to me. The relationship moved kind of quickly, and she has separation anxiety, meaning that if I leave her site for more than five minutes, she will flip. Our relationship isn't the best because to put things very bluntly, I am a drug addict. I want to go to rehab to improve my the chances of this relationship working out and so I can be a better boyfriend. She does not want me to go because of her separation anxiety. I would prefer not to lose the best relationship of my life, but my quality of life would be so much better if I wasn't addicted. I could probably hold down a decent job or finish my schooling and I'm not really sure how to explain this to my girlfriend because I don't want to get dumped for going, but I also also, don't want to not go and continue to be a shitty boyfriend, so I need some advice. If anyone has advice on dealing with a partner with separation anxiety, like bad, I appreciate it. Also, I forgot to put this in the title, but I'm 22 and she's 19. Um, okay, so she is way. So you're both are young. Um, first of all, the thing is, you got to think about yourself first and not someone else. That's the thing here. Um, so you wanting to get clean is a good thing for you and you should focus on that more than this thought um second um separation anxiety what the fuck (laughs) is that shit um like do you not like have separate places and shit like that for a while Like, you know don't leave me and she's like scared you're leaving i guess she might have some weird fucking trauma in the past she needs to see a therapist um that's all she can really fucking do Maybe have her go to a therapist for separation anxiety, and then you go to rehab. Um, or another suggestion you could do, uh, just go to rehab and not tell her and let her just find out the hard way. It's like, hey, I'll be back. I'm just in rehab. So, uh, yeah, and uh, she tries to do shit at rehab. They may just put her, take her to the psych ward or whatever. I don't know. Um, she sounds fucking crazy. And you say it's the best relationship of your life, but you're also pretty young, my, my dude. Um, there are plenty of bitches in the sea. Uh, as they like to say, and uh, maybe you have to tell this one. Be
1: gone,
0: slut. Because I don't know. To me, I don't know if she's worth it, man. Like, not being clean from drugs is a lifetime cool thing, but this bitch is temporary. It sounds like this bitch is temporary. I don't know if you want to stay with this bitch forever. Um, that's all I really say. Um, it's pretty easy to it's pretty easy from someone on the outside looking in to see that uh, you should go to rehab. And uh, this bitch needs to figure out her own separation anxiety problems uh, because if you two break up, she's going to have to deal with that separation anxiety. So uh, sounds like she has some problems that she should figure out on her own and deal with herself because that's how life works. You have your own problems and uh, you figure them out yourself. Maybe you get some help from professionals, but uh, you figure that shit out. You still have to figure it out yourself. So, uh, tell her to fuck off. Be gone, fuck! And go to rehab, my friend, because a clean lifestyle is better than whatever the fuck you're doing right now. So, that, with that being said, that thank you. So, my... Big titted animals. This is the end of today's episode of Cancel Shwizy. Hope you enjoyed it. The June eighteenth uh, recorded way earlier than my usual episodes. I usually do it the week, like the Friday before. But this time it's we're getting in a weird thing. So when the world coming back to normal, that's how that's what the fuck is going on. I like that. So thank you so much for checking out the show today. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns. You can check everything. You can email the schwedcast at com or direct message me or DM me um, at the Shwezy anywhere. Any social media site would be due, and I'll look at it, read it, and all that shit. Um, you can also check out my new EP, Ride or Die, Volume 2, out now on Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, Deezer, Amazon, YouTube, wherever you're streaming music at, it should be there. So go check that out, and it's a great way to say thank you for being a friend. Uh, you know, when I say it's pretty fucking obvious, I don't need more friends. Uh, those other people are people who are not listening to ride or die volume two. And now that will be you soon. Once you go check that out. Um, and like I said, yeah, at the Sweezy and then at the four Blaking on TikTok. If you are watching this episode on YouTube, like, uh, this episode, leave a comment because that's cool about how I offended you and, uh, subscribe to the The channel, Um, we post highlights and full episodes all the time. Might start getting into vlogs. I haven't decided yet. So we'll see how that works from here. But nevertheless, you persisted. I'm going to uh, end today's episode. But don't forget about the Patreon uh, where you can help the show financially and our Twitch to watch me play video games. So let's end everything here, folks, on today's best episode. I like that. Uh, Honk if you love butt drugs and stay awesome.
1: Hashtag pray for Micah.
0: Hey, you just finished a full episode of Cancel Sweezy. Thank you so much for uh, finishing the full episode. You made it this far, and I am super proud of you. Uh, If you want to support the show even further, we do have a Patreon page where you can financially support the show, keep us going financially, and uh, being one of the top-ranking smoke lords that I know that you can be. And uh, thank you so much. Make sure you like and subscribe this video if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening to the audio. Make sure you subscribe, and leave a review wherever you're listening to the podcast. Thank you so much. And uh, like I said before, stay awesome.